Hi, this is Dr. Kimberly Leonard, and you're listening to Incredible Life Creator Podcast. My guest today is Ella Staniak. Ella Staniak has privately coached high achievers nationally and internationally, CEOs, entrepreneurs, millionaires, athletes for over 10 years. Ella specializes in empowerment at individual and group levels, and she customizes leading edge personal development programs. Her mission is to inject business, the business world with professional self-leadership. So employees access their genius zone in expanding work environments and leaders produce high caliber results, fulfilling their true passion and vision. Welcome to the podcast, Ella. Hi. Hi. I'm so excited to be here. How are you? I am great. And I am excited to hear about this because every entrepreneur wants to have their true passion and vision. And people who work together, they want to feel like they can contribute and put their best mind forward. So I'm very excited. I'm very excited too. Thank you so much. We're going to have a lot of fun today. Yes. So just so people can get to know you, why don't you tell us your story? Uh, you know, where you grow up. I know you lived in different countries. So tell us where you started and how you got to where you are today. Yeah, thank you so much. I'd love to. Um, I was born and I grew up in the south of Poland in quite industrial place in the country, probably not the prettiest part of Poland. Um, and look, my upbringing had a, a lot of challenges, one of them being um, that my father had a drinking problem. And so um, as a family, it, it definitely affected our dynamic. And as I later or later on found out, it really affected my perception of reality and my perception of self and what I believed I was capable of achieving. Um, look, unfortunately, both of my parents passed away when I was a teenager. Um, and that ultimately was pretty much my first very meaningful lesson in life. And that is that long-term lack of fulfillment, satisfaction, and lack of honoring self can have really tremendous effect on our lives. And ultimately, it can cost us our life. So just to fast forward, I, I became a very brave, <laughs> carefree teenager. But I moved to Ireland at the age of 19. I spent two years there. Uh, to be honest, did nothing productive, <laughs> but met, met lots of interesting people. And I decided to explore further. And I moved to Australia at the age of 21. And I began studying fitness. And that was a really eye-opening experience. Very early on in my 20s, I, as I um, straight away started working in fitness industry, it was in my early 20s when I, I believe, now I'm going to say, the effects of my past really began affecting my, my growth, my success in life. And just as much as I developed just hunger to have an amazing health and amazing business where I could self, serve women all over the world and continue being in space of women empowerment, my own spiritual, physical and emotional health really started spiraling down. 
So I embarked on a journey of, of personal development and I made a decision to not be a victim of my circumstance. I just decided that I would do anything, learn anything, study anything to basically not be chained by my past and to have just liberating sense of freedom for the future. So, uh, you know, in a nutshell, I studied wellness coaching, sports coaching, hypnotherapy, neurolinguistic programming. Uh, I was a part of tons of business mentoring programs, personal development programs, you name it. I definitely became a course junkie mm -hmm. and uh, grew my first fitness businesses, wellness coaching businesses, always serving professional women. Um, until last year, pretty much so after nearly 10 years um, of doing that, I launched my own um, network here in Sydney, in Australia, called Unstoppable Women's Network, where we focus on women from diverse backgrounds and a sense of connection and uh, collaboration. And I found out I was pregnant. So <laughs> I thought, okay, we're on the timeline here. So I decided to actually close any form of face-to-face -face coaching and launch fully online. And my business has really taken off. I, I developed self-love and confidence programs for women. The space of events grew really quickly and I became more and more aligned with what I wanted to do and focus on in particular in my career. You know, in my own personal development journey, I, I went through my own transformation of my body, mind and soul. And ultimately um, I decided to move into space of feminine leadership and self-leadership in corporate space. So that's pretty much where we are here today. I am so proud to have developed programs, modules, um, feminine leadership method, and also seven step self-leadership um, system where I basically help clients to find the deepest recesses of their responsibility taking, their personal and professional leadership. It's a process of expansion of consciousness and it's a process of taking your power back. We all want our power back <laughs> or to sustain our power. <laughs> totally. Exactly. So um, just going back a little bit. So when you were at that point where you found out, you know, I have to do something because everything is falling apart. So when you compare what was happening then to the transformation to what is happening, you know, after that or, or now, what were some of the contrast things? What things helped kind of liberate you? Look, I know that when um, I was a very young girl and then a teenager, my coping mechanism with stress was nearly to brush things off under the rug and just get on with life. I do think that when we are in our younger age, we have a very basic default of coping with high amounts of stress. Okay. Mine was deal with this later. So really... <laughs> it all unleashed when I decided to want more in life than what I had. Mm 
I mean, I'm talking, look, at this point, I, I probably did a good decade of series of self-sabotaging behaviors. I indulged in food, wine, alcohol, party, dating, boys, um, you name it. I probably did everything that I could as a young person to not face my real emotions. And more importantly, to not face the fact that I had tremendous lack of self-worth. On the outside, I was such bubbly, outgoing, confident person working in fitness industry. I continued becoming more and more masculine, um, you know, also as a personal trainer and then a coach, there is a sense of responsibility of being a leader, right? Now, at the young age, I did that from a place of masking how I was truly feeling. And that move, moved me further away from resolving the real issues. So that affected my, my health. Uh, I really found myself being so uncomfortable in my own body. I, I remember putting on 12 or 15 kilograms in a very short period of time. And uh, I was exhausted. Uh, my anxiety just skyrocketed. I had two panic attacks within a period of 12 months. Um, I remember even going to the doctor going and saying to the doctor there is just something wrong with me and I remember getting all the blood tests done and they came back normal and my doctor said Ella you probably just need a little bit of mindfulness work I remember thinking is that it am I really doing it to myself my own thoughts my okay um so look really also I was incapable of developing any meaningful loving relationship um I I wanted to fall in love but as we know, without any sense of vulnerability and sense of knowing who we are, we only attract just that. So I went through a series of, um, you know, disappointments in, in the space of love relationships. Mm -hmm. And also in my career, I continued self-sabotaging my success because a person who is lacking their self-belief and self-worth will have huge dreams, but they will make sure that they do not get there. <laughs> doesn't sound but, right does it but it does happen that way it does it, it does happen that way and look the uh, probably it was that combination between the space of my my own health my career and my personal relationships all these three areas were not really moving forward great and that really pushed me to pushed me I decided to to just change that. I, 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 was, I was sick of who I was, what, what I was creating in my life. And I definitely did not want to get any more sick. I did not want to continue having to work so hard for my success. I, was, I, was, I remember thinking how exhausted I was by working so much. And it, it seemed like the results which I was producing in my career, even though I was so passionate about empowering others, it seemed like I could not empower myself to the point that I would achieve the results that I wanted. Wow. And then, so how did you change that? How did, what, what was the point where you actually started feeling empowered and feeling maybe more in control of what you were creating? Look, if I told you that it was a short and easy process, that wouldn't be true. It literally took me years of persistence, yeah, look, so many moments of giving up on those dreams. 
it took those really moments of feeling lost and feeling like I wasn't sure if I really could make things better for myself. Yet finding that sense of determination, persistence, perseverance to just learn more, to just try one more time. Uh, I always thought, you know, maybe if I just take one more step forward, that will be the key to resolving certain problem, whether it was my career or personal life. And as I said, I became a course junkie and I had so many mentors. I took on a mentor in every single area of my life. I had business mentors. I belonged belonged to fantastic business mentoring um, networks. I, uh, t- you know, tried alternative medicine. I had spiritual mentors. I did acupuncture, herbal therapy. I had meditation mentors. I surrounded myself in female-only circles. I surrounded myself with masculine mentors too. So look, if I could give you a recipe in terms of personal traits, probably the persistence, the determination and faith. Mm -hmm. If I could give you 10 tangible things to hold on to, I would say definitely education and courses and mentoring. And It was a combination of actually developing multiple areas of my life at the same time. I I wanted to become healthy in my body and mind. I wanted the success in my career. And I wanted to figure out how to find not only a loving partner, but how to develop a connection with them. That was the key. And now you feel like at least you're on the road or you're having these things, you're experiencing these things every day. Oh my gosh, totally. So I uh, met, well, now my husband, um, we, we got married two years ago. We met six years ago and that was definitely the biggest challenge in developing the relationship with self. Because as as I mentioned earlier, in order to develop strong connection with another human being, we need to prepare ourselves for and be ready to be vulnerable and open. Mm -hmm. We need to face uh, our truth. So that definitely meeting my my husband and just making decision to, okay, I, I surrender. I'm going to just be vulnerable, open and talk about my feelings has definitely helped me to develop amazing connection with myself today I know myself I I I am a strong woman I know what I want I know who I am and it probably to be honest it was it was yeah definitely that loving relationship which allowed me to discover those parts of myself now it was definitely challenges in my career which allowed me to now create my business called feminine leaders where I can empower other women in their professional and personal lives to provide them with the, with um, a reflection of my own experience, but also to provide them with hope and tools on how to do the growth and how to achieve those results in, in different areas of their life. And in terms of health, look, it was consistency. It's the consistency of basic healthy habits, which allow us to achieve long-term results. Mm-hmm. So but look, there is now so moments of silence. It's the body movement. And 
and uh, the, these are the key elements which are really important to find uh, our optimal health whatever that is that we want for ourselves in that area beautiful so with you've been there done that you're living it so now at least maybe you can help others maybe take a little shorter journey it's never fast but just a little shorter journey but just by using some of the tools that you have developed through taking the long journey to get there are we talking about personal life or our professional life um e either one because i think you you are you have gone through all of it the personal the professional and you know you're you're mostly coaching you know high achievers and you know people who are entrepreneurs and things like that and so um a lot of them are they're where they are because they did have the mindset otherwise they wouldn't be where they are but i i know as a professional i want the slight edge even if i'm good or i feel like i've kind of mastered it or i'm at the top of my field it's i still want one more little piece to just go over the top is that how a lot of the people are feeling that you're working with look if i uh, went and gave you a very general information i would say this wherever you are in your either personal development or professional development wherever you are in your journey to self-leadership I just want to let you know that it's a journey and I have created seven steps of self-leadership scale. Mm -hmm. What this means is that you are where you are at according to number one, how much you know yourself, mm -hmm. right? But number two, we are basing this stage of knowing what you know, okay? So why don't we first discuss maybe seven different stages of self-leadership because this is basically what i teach to uh, my clients even in a group setting to give you pretty good indication of where you are at in terms of taking responsibility for where you are at but it's really really related to your consciousness growth so the first step is actually a space of lostness so this is where we feel really uncomfortable, often really stuck, not always knowing what the problem is. And, you know, in this space, we find um, a lot of time for complaining, finger pointing, feeling like we are at effect of our circumstance. So a lot of um, victim talk and victimizing ourselves happens in that space. We feel stuck, but we are not moving forward in, or in any direction, okay? The second stage is actually disempowerment. This is where we are aware that we need, we need to change a certain area of, of, of our life. We are aware of then what needs to change, but we are still not taking any action. We are not moving forward. Uh, we still are very much at effect of, um, the effect of our circumstance but at least we have that awareness that 
there is something that is not working. We are pretty, we're getting a pretty good idea of what that is, but there is a state of inaction, all right? Then a third step or a third level is awareness. This is when we get a pretty good idea of what the problem is and what we need to do to resolve it, okay? So instead of awareness, we are still pretty much handling the problem on our own without reaching out much or, um, even sometimes we feel like, or we have elusive idea that we can resolve the problem on our own. Uh, so it, it's a very, it's quiet of a, of a dangerous state because sometimes we, we perceive the sense of empowerment there to move forward, but it, it's actually just an, an, an illusion. So the next level is actually readiness. In that level, this is where I find most of us stay for the longest period of time. I'm talking about years and sometimes decades. Instead of readiness, you are ready to take action and you are thinking of taking action. You know what your problem is. More than like you even know the solution and you do things like, meditating on your problems and you're reading the books about your problems and and you're creating the plans to resolve the problems and you know that you are going to start on monday with the with this new solution then the We're monday comes, first. Go, okay, next monday it, it, is, it is quite of a frustrating state because knowing the solution and not taking action is really disempowering now when we do that enough when the tension grow grows to extreme levels and when we find enough discomfort and pain in our life we finally moved to the fifth stage with this which is implementation and this is when we finally take action and implement and we realize how much more there is still to do in usual we underestimate how much it's going to take of us in terms of resources, time, money, energy, effort to achieve our goal. But we implement. With implementation, of course, we make a lot of mistakes which will feel like there are extreme failures. But at least some of the actions produce successful results. And this is when we move into the next stage, which, which is empowerment. This is when we become consistent in implementing um, certain actions until we meet the resistance or we meet the failure, we stop for a little bit. However, we are feeling empowered enough to pick ourselves back up and implement again. And that the more we do it, the more we grow the momentum. I know, we, uh, Kim, we talked about momentum before we started this session. So we are feeling like we are moving forward we feel like we continuously are on the journey of growth and the results are being produced, but not with a great sense of taking full ownership and responsibility for our lives. And when we do that enough, when we have enough momentum, we actually step into the next level, the final level, the level seven of complete self-leadership and this is where we take a complete responsibility for everything that is happening in our lives. 
this is when we are at the level of complex thinking that we think of complex resolution to our problems. We have the perception of our experiences, knowing that continuous implementation, taking action, perseverance, takes us to the place where we see the results. We can feel them. We can acknowledge that our journey has been difficult, mm -hmm. but we are now at the stage where we can actually produce results, even on a global level. We think on a society level. We think of resolving some of the biggest problems of the world, hunger, poverty, domestic violence, um, sexual abuse, children abuse, you name it. In this stage, actually, you're quite, quite connected to yourself. You know yourself, you know who you are, you know what you are capable of, you are willing to collaborate with other people, and you have zero doubt in your abilities and in your success. So see how that level of self-leadership is so way above the empowerment that we often talk about. It surely is. And, you know, I when you're talking about that, that just having that kind of confidence that you know yourself, you know what you can do, and you know you can reproduce it over and over and over again. That's right. And look, as I said, it's a journey. A process to self-leadership is a process. So just to go back to your initial question, you just want to acknowledge that where you are at is where you are at, but you are moving forward. You are always moving forward. You know, there are, and even Matthew Hasse talks about three different levels of confidence. The first quite shallow level is superficial confidence where in other words, we talk a lot about uh, our ego in this space where we attach our confidence to um, everything that we have, like our car, the size of our house, um, our, um, <laughs> uh, everything that is really, when you really think about it, everything that does not determine our value mm -hmm. as human beings. The next level of confidence is a lifestyle confidence where we attach our confidence levels and how, how much we value ourselves to things that belong to our lifestyle. So a status of our relationship or the status of how much we have achieved in our career or our, our, our work. And this really comes up in our language, right? <laughs> The first question that we often ask to uh, somebody when we meet them is like, hey, what do you do? Yes, that's right. And the third true meaningful level of our confidence is the core confidence, which is simply being in state, knowing that it doesn't matter what happens in our life, we are going to be okay, simply because we are alive, Therefore, therefore, we are of value. Beautiful. And that's what everybody needs to know from inside, that they are valuable just because they were born. Exactly. All you have to do is be born and you're valuable. Totally. That is wonderful. So we talked about this a little bit before we came on. I was talking to you about the word unstoppable and your group is even called Un Unstoppable. And I was telling you how uh, there was a time when I did 
didn't really understand what that word meant. And I had certain thoughts about what it could be. Um, I want to know from your side, when you named your group Unstoppable, why did you do that? And what does it mean? I love talking about this. <laughs> so my uh, network is called Unstoppable Women's Network. And the reason why I wanted to use this word, and I still use this a lot, it's because, and as you said, we discussed this um, before we started this amazing session today. To be honest, I discovered in my 10 years of coaching that not many people actually felt the sense of unstoppableness. A lot of people, a lot of us are aware of this word and have heard it before, but haven't truly experienced this. Now, and the reason for it is, we could look up a definition of any word in a dictionary, read it and understand it on a logical point or on a logical level. But unless you have a perception of your own experience of what this feels like in this definition to be unstoppable, mm -hmm. you won't really get it, right? right? You won't really understand the word and the sense of the word. And look, it was my own personal journey and knowing the sense of disempowerment. And it was the repetitiveness of issues which I was discuss uh, discussing with um, the professional women who I've always worked with, where I really wanted to provide something new, something unique, something really attractive and inspiring for women to, to move towards, to, to be driven by, to, to just have something as an element of their day to their day to their life. And the word unstoppable kept coming coming to me because I know from my own perception, when I finally got there <laughs> through a series of challenges and series of successes and failures in multiple areas of my life, I felt it. It's it's that sense, <laughs> and we talked about it, Kim. Mm -hmm. I have two different visuals. Two different pictures when I talk when I talk about unstoppable feeling. The first one is an image of Zina princess, so a warrior princess on a horse, just charging with with a sword in her hand. Just imagine a female version of a Braveheart. Mm -hmm. So just paint on her face, mm -hmm. going, "This is freedom," <laughs> <laughs> right? That's my sense of unstoppable. It's like you're, you're pursuing and you're fighting for something that is true to your heart, something that is you stand by and you must, you must pursue. That's what, that's what unstoppable for me is. Now, another image that I have is actually um, a military tank charging forward with full speed, not to harm others, but to simply knock out and and just work through and charge through a massive wall of resistance. Mm -hmm. It's an unstoppable tank. Mm -hmm. You just work through the, you just charge on the wall and you crush it. So I guess these are my probably 
feminine and masculine definitions of that word mm -hmm. probably depending on the energy that i am in <laughs> i bring up one or the other and i the reason the biggest why for it is look i i had a very personal experience of watching my mother um you know overcoming challenges in her relationship and overcoming continuous challenging in um holding our family together right mm -hmm. so my mother is ultimate inspiration and probably the very first inspiration for me wanting to inspire inspire women to be unstoppable um then my own personal journey was an ultimate journey to becoming unstoppable in multiple areas of life and the state of self-leadership reflects just that so a sense of knowing that whatever comes up in your life, whatever challenge there is, you can get to the point that you actually appreciate this challenge, knowing in your heart, in your core self, that this challenge is necessary to teach you the lesson that you will take with you to the rest of your life. I love the way you put that because sometimes challenges can seem quite daunting. So just to Keep in mind that, oh, when I overcome this, boy, I really am going to have more tools to work with. Yeah. And do you know what? There is a parallel line in between your growth in your career, but also your personal growth and the challenges that you face. In other words, the greatest your growth, the greatest the challenges, but also the greatest the challenges the greater your growth in your business, in your career and your personal life. Mm. We need them. We need the tension. We need the resistance. We need the discomfort in order to move to the next level of achievement. I mean, it would be quite silly to think that success is built only on um, easiness and a lack of challenges and um, only on, you know, happy faces on, on social media and, it, it just doesn't work like this. No, it really doesn't. And I was um, thinking of a time, you know how something seems like too difficult or I, I just I just can't do that. And I was thinking about um, a time when I was at CrossFit, which is a you know way of exercising, but they have these boxes, different levels of boxes and I'm fairly short. And so you have to jump with both feet onto this box. And you think, well, that's no big deal. Just jump up on the box. But I, I had witnessed people attempting to jump up on the box, hitting the corner of the box, big gushing blood all over many times. It wasn't uncommon for that to happen. And so I remember the low box, it was like, okay, I can jump on that. But then they put it higher. Of course, they're going to always put it higher. So I'm sitting there and I'm like getting ready and I'm down and I'm like, oh, just can't do it. And they're like, come on, come on. So they actually finally, for me to get up the first time, the two coaches held my hand on both sides. They said, we make, we'll make sure you get to the top. So I jumped and I jumped way above it, of course, and then came down on it. I didn't need their hands, but I wanted their hands to help me. And, um, but the thing is, once I did that, it didn't seem like such a big obstacle anymore. And I think that's what happens when we go bigger and bigger on the challenges. We think we can't do it, but then when we do it, it's like, oh yeah, I can do that. 
I can do that. And I'm so proud of you. Look, I know those boxes. I trained CrossFit myself for a little bit, loved the challenge, and it's an amazing analogy. And if your listeners can actually use this analogy every time when they face resistance, uncertainty, fear, um, feeling like they are maybe not capable of achieving that, you are always capable of jumping on a box. Yes, sometimes you will scrape your shins, but it's all worth it. When you attempt to jump on a box, you know, initially, eventually, sorry, you're going to you're going to make it. You're just going to make it. Look, our capacity is immeasurable. Once again, our capacity is immeasurable. We are the only people who put limits on our horizons. It's nobody can ever predict what they are fully capable of unless they are stretched to the point and sometimes to the breaking point. I know it sounds horrendous, but honestly, the greatest challenges in our life when we overcome them provide us with the most beautiful, significant level of certainty. So your capacity is immeasurable. I, I love that. I'm just letting that sink in. Thank you for that. So just to switch gears a little bit, what gives you the most happiness, fulfillment in your life? Uh, I'm going to definitely, can, can I please have two things? Sure, of course. <laughs> all you want, all you want. <laughs> Look, number one, definitely becoming a mom was an experience which I could not predict how amazing this was going to be. I could not ever foresee how much I was capable of loving another human being until I became a mom. So I love spending my time with my little baby boy, Jordan, and just finding fulfillment and happiness in all the little things and all the new things, which I notice he learns every single day. And um, I think there is immeasurable sense of purity of the experience of becoming a mother. It, it just is, it just makes me happy. <laughs> That's it. And number two is definitely being a part of my clients transformations I mean there is nothing that sets the fire burning in my belly than seeing a client breaking through their own limits and realizing how much they are capable of seeing clients businesses grow in ways that they could not even see themselves proceeding with in a very short period of time. Seeing the sense of freedom and liberation in just simply being that helping hand, as you said, mm -hmm. just being there to help someone believe that they can jump on a box without even let, like holding their hand. Mm -hmm. So coaching transformation is definitely something that just provides me with a pure sense of fulfillment. I just love it. 
-hmm. I just love it and I, I never have enough of it. That is great. And so that leads me into the next piece. So if people wanted to connect with you, how do they find your group? How do they, um, what things are you offering now? Because I know you were doing a lot of one-on-one -on -one coaching, but I think you're doing some different things now. So explain what you're doing. Yeah, amazing. Thank you. So um, definitely everybody can connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, and I've got, of, of course, we've got our website. It's www.feminineleaders.co. Um, I'm on Instagram. I do not have Facebook at the moment. It got hacked and disabled. <laughs> Out. Um, and look, here are a few things that, that I do. The first one is I just launched new group mastermind for ambitious, heart-centered women who simply want to have it all in this the, the following three areas, their career, their relationships, including their relationship with self, mm -hmm. and their health. So these are monthly amazing mastermind group sessions with extraordinary speakers who always have an amazing giveaway to, to provide to our group. And we also do fortnightly hypnotherapy and intuitive coaching sessions. Mm -hmm. So that's uh, again, these experience, this experience is used to help women tap onto their true core essence of who they are and create from this place. I also do have, as I mentioned, as you mentioned, I do have one-on-one -on -one mentoring six-month self-leadership programs for uh, women who are CEOs, executives, and business owners, and really want to pursue their next level of of performance whether it's their personal performance or their team performance nice. and for those who are on meetup please join our group unstoppable women's network mm -hmm. uh, we would love to have you there and uh, we are now running global networking nights for women uh, it would be amazing to connect with you Great. That sounds like so much fun. And so you're having people from all over the world connecting. What a beautiful thought. And, oh, I love it. I know. I know. Thank you, COVID. You really helped me accelerate reach of women from all over the world. Yes, yes. And um, and before we actually came on um, this podcast today, um, you had offered to do a session with me and it's because from your uh, intuition, you notice something about me that, you know, maybe could be a little easier in my life. And first of all, I want to say, I appreciate you noticing, but not only noticing, but reaching out to me to offer me a session. And I just wanted to be a testimony that, um, just immediately after the session, I felt so much relief, relief and release and um, so much so that the next day someone else was feeling kind of stressed. And I said, hey, you need to call Ella, <laughs> do a session with her. So first of all, thank you so much. Beautiful. And so from a personal standpoint, I can highly recommend you to, you know, anyone that wants to have that self-leadership and love Thank themselves. You. 
Thank you so much. You have no idea how happy this makes me. And I, I am so honored to be a part of your journey and this session here today. I really tr truly hope that, look, my only intention is that it serves somebody out there who is listening, who maybe just needed to hear one thing that we discussed today in order to move from a state of disempowerment to empowerment and taking action and believing in themselves. So thank you so much. That's a, that's a beautiful acknowledgement. Thank you. Yeah. I had a lot of fun in our session. Yes, yes, it's been a lot of fun. And um, just thank you for being here and for sharing so openly so many wonderful truths and wisdom. And thank you so much. Thank you. I, I hope that this inspires um, yourself and other other people who listen to just be vulnerable and honest and honor who they are at whatever stage of life they are. Honoring and respecting and valuing ourselves um, is our birthright. So thank you very much. Yes. So one last question. And you can choose more than one if you want. <laughs> what is your best advice on living uh, an incredible, amazing life? Okay, first I'm going to begin with the, with the advice and then I'm going to give you my personal favorite quote. My personal advice would be do what you love and do not ever, ever, ever give up on doing what you love. Whether it's in your personal life or your career, whether it's in terms of your family, what's in your heart is your truth. And when you follow the truth, you do not need to know all the how-tos. All you need to know is to focus on that and pursue it. And my personal quote, which I use often is, you are the one and only CEO of your life. And what I am hoping for achieving by reminding people about this is that you always have a choice and you always have an ability to either take your power back in your hands by taking responsibility for your past, for your now and your future or you will continue giving that power to external circumstance. That is so beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you. This has been absolutely amazing. I, I feel so energized and I feel so fulfilled and my cup is just completely full and overflowing right now. All right, well, thank you. And we'll talk to you again soon. Okay. Mm -hmm.